I mean, there is this controversial decision that was taken by uh, President Lazarus Chakwera uh, administration in Malawi uh, to dispatch 221 young Malawians to engage in agricultural work in Israel. So this decision uh, actually has sparked a strong criticism from... uh, opposition parties and also human rights organizations due to concerns over the secrecy of uh, the deal and also potential risks to the citizens amid uh, the conflict between IDF and uh, Hamas. So to give me more information around this, uh, on the line all the way from Malawi, I have been joined by Daniel Chisoni. Brother, welcome to Drive Time and uh, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So, what are your thoughts on uh, President Zarazalas Chakwera's decision to send young Malawians to engage in agricultural work in Israel amid this, uh, you know, ongoing genocide in Gaza and, um, you know, looking into all that? Yeah, um, so I think the issue has to be looked at uh, the point of view. Um, this one is, uh, has to do with politics. Uh, it's political. Mm. Uh, the other two are quite serious. And, uh, the border on issue of uh, the security. And of course, uh, the history that we do have in um, uh, labor export programs in Malawi. Mm. So, um, first of all, I think as, as you have actually put it, uh, there has been secrecy surrounding this whole uh, labor export program. Um, because I think Last week, there was an article that was written uh, by the Times uh, newspaper here in Malawi, mm. uh, where the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and the, the Ministry of Labor all expressed ignorance uh, of uh, this whole program from the onset. So um, this only amounts to the level of secrecy regarding that. But that's quite understandable because when such things are happening, especially when they are... Um, have, they are giving more returns to those that are, are benefiting from the program. Mm. Uh, most of the time, they are, um, such initiatives are always politicized. Uh, they may at times, uh, according to our history, uh, may want to accommodate those that belong to the ruling party. If at all, uh, that particular initiative will come to the benefit of the people. So, yeah, to me, it's not really surprising because we have, we have been uh, seeing that for quite a long time here in Malawi. Mm. Um, but you have uh, just to give you a little context, this is happening because Malawi uh, recently did, uh, devalued the, the currency. Yes. Um, against the dollar. Uh, we are struggling to generate re, um, uh, forex uh, on our end. We are largely an, import, uh, an imp- importing country. Um, so this is one of the ways through which uh, the government intends to be generating forex uh, into the country. So, uh, like I said, there are How, three okay, okay. cases. Well, just, just a, so, so, the first one is the, polit- uh, the political aspect that I have mentioned. Yes. Um, the other one is the one that, which is more worrisome um, and has gained more controversy. Is the, uh, the fact that um, Israel, I should say, is um, a risk press uh, to stand... Uh, your citizens do now. Mm. We are looking at Israel, at the um, ge- geographical position of Israel, uh, the political position of Israel. It has so many e- enemies uh, around the Middle East uh, based on its actions, to, uh, specifically towards uh, Palestinians. If you look at the history since 1948, where at the time they were Israel and the Palestine as states were being formulated via mm. the UN resolution. Yes. Uh, there has been events that has um, pushed Israel to mm. have so many enemies there, including uh, facing 
several retaliations from the uh, Israel, I mean, from Palestinians. So we cannot say that Malawians, those that are going there, are completely safe. Mm. Yes, we have had assurances from the government. They say uh, those that are going there uh, will be allocated to uh, places where they have been, uh, places that are considered safe mm. um, and secure. But um, I think we can, given the history that is there, I think uh, we cannot have it all secure. I mean, uh, we cannot have all the assurances uh, as to where the, whether the systems will be uh, safe, safe there. Or not. Mm. Um, Okay, yeah. so, I, I, I want I want to come back to what you were speaking about. Uh, Malawi has, uh, I mean, the the, the, the kwacha has now been devalued. Is it by thirty one percent or forty? Because I have been hearing different stories there between uh, forty and thirty. No, the, the, it's forty three percent devaluation. Actually, uh, since the turn of this year, we can all total it up to 73% because um, the first time it was devalued around uh, in February, it was a 25% devaluation. Mm. And the currency has been um, um, depreciating, uh, I think, about 10%. Um, so it's all amounting to 73%. Uh, of uh, devaluation that we have had okay. only this year. So how will those, uh, you know, like uh, exported uh, uh, workers or laborers in, the, in, agri- in, in, farm, in farms going to help out to, to, to maybe resuscitate this uh, currency uh, that is going down? Yeah, it's, it's a desperate uh, at, uh, measure by the government to at least diversify the uh, revenue generation. Um, Anyway, if anything, it's likely to be an insignificant amount of forage that we are going to generate because the assumption is um, if the youth are working in Israel, um, the arrangement that they have uh, put in place is that they are going to be uh, given upkeep, a monthly upkeep, Mm. so to say. The rest of their payment is going to be deposited back home Mm. uh, in their accounts that have been created here. So it's one way of generating revenue uh, uh, for the government. So that, but to me, it's quite um, an insignificant uh, amount that they're likely to generate from it. Of course, they say um, they're going to uh, focus on a number of countries, not uh, Israel alone. Mm. Um, the actuary, as I am talking now, uh, a number of youth are registering uh, for them to be exported to some other countries as we talk. To farms um, as well. So I think it's just a, a desperate way of uh, generating revenue. But then I forgot, I think there is also another perspective that has to be uh, provided this whole issue. Yeah. We have a, a, a particular experience with um, uh, some young people that were sent to Oman yes. um, last year. Uh-huh. So we have had a very bizarre experience there. So I think this is something that is very, very worrisome on our end because there are fears that perhaps those that are being export, exported to Israel, they are likely to experience the same uh, fate. Because Actually, those that were exported to Oman, mm. uh, they had um, experiences that is, we can say, a modern day slavery. They have yes. been um, physically assaulted, sexually abused, some even killed. 
Um, so they are very bizarre experiences that they have had there. So I will not going to have the same experience in this in this case. Yeah, thanks for enlightening enlightening me on that one because I was I was going to come back to that um, linking up uh, this uh, initiative that is taking place right now. Um, is it the very same program that uh, saw those uh, young people going to Omen and also UAE? But in any case, I think you have answered that. So I want to. Look into this situation. I've seen the pictures where these uh, folks or maybe young people are sleeping. It is some kind of a shed. I saw the mattress. It looks like a, um, I know it is a farm, right? But at the very same time, it's like uh, these guys are living like refugees in that place. Have you seen those pictures? Yeah. Yeah, I have seen the pictures, but I think the, the authenticity of those pictures are quite uh, questionable. I haven't verified with the authorities regarding that. Um, but um, I really don't expect them to have a very decent uh, uh, home uh, there in, in Israel because they will be working in farms and there are many of them. Mm. Uh, if anything, they can have perhaps just a place to, to sleep, you know, but not necessarily an executive place where they can um, consider a home and mm. set themselves. But on the other hand, we have had um, some video clips that I have also not verified of the same young people um, celebrating. Uh, some have been uh, given already their upkeep allowances. Mm. Uh, some uh, taking pictures, having uh, nice meals. Yeah, uh, pizzas and stuff meals. like that like they're celebrating something like that. So uh, it's quite tricky to conclude uh, of their situation. I think we'll have to wait for, from the government to tell us their uh, situation there. But will the government give you the truth? Because I feel like uh, the people on the ground over there, they are the ones who are going to give us the proper information that the government, because we understand, as you have alluded, alluded earlier on, saying that um, this uh, program or uh, yeah, project has been ke- ke- kept as a secret. So I don't expect anything from government that is going to give us a, uh, a concrete, you know, like a proper information. So, looking into that, why was this uh, program uh, kept as a secret? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, so I was just speaking about uh, what you were saying earlier on of the secrecy of the government on this uh, program. Like, you have just said that you have to wait for the government to give information on their safety and also their living conditions on that side. So, I'm just trying to say that um, if the government has been keeping this as a secret, I mean, this program rather, as a secret, how are they going to give us a proper information about the reality or the truth of their living conditions in Israel? So, that's my worry there. But in any case, um, I want to come back to the, 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 the what you call it? Uh, what the opposition leader Kondwani Nankuma said. You know, he criticized the government for keeping the labor export deal as a secret and also he questioned the decision to send workers to a country in conflict. I want to get your maybe perspective on this criticism. Yeah, but um, the, the concerns are quite genuine. I think like I uh, earlier mentioned of the situation there in Israel, uh, Israel being uh, one of the, to me, one of the risky places to send your citizens to. Uh, so on that part, uh, that concern is quite genuine. And actually, uh, a number of political analysts, a number of social analysts, even economic analysts have actually voted government, uh, especially the timing of the, uh, the whole program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a very good uh, uh, program, given the unemployment rate here in Malawi. A lot mm-hmm. of people, especially the youth, uh, they don't have employment. So 
uh, that is an opportunity for them to at least find employment elsewhere. But then the timing uh, itself is quite a uh, forte. Uh, on the other hand, uh, the issue to do with politics, you, you would say that this is like um, a ring where two people are fighting. Um, so what has been um, worrisome on the part of the uh, leader of opposition is the fact that um, those that are benefiting from the program mm. are probably those that belong to the ruling party. Mm. So that's how uh, politics work uh, in our context. Um yeah, so I feel like, yeah, much as uh, we don't need the government to be secretive on the uh, the whole program, but the political political aspect of the whole issue, um, it has to do with the, why are you not including uh, people that support our political party? So mm. that's the whole issue. All right, uh, the, the secret that, that is being advanced by the government has to do with they want to include people that uh, uh, belong to their camp. Mm. That's all. Yeah, sure. I see. I see that. Okay, so looking at the you know the aid contribution of I think sixty million US dollars um, that was given uh, you know from Israel to Malawi uh, that was aimed at supporting Malawi's economy recovered. As you have said that uh, it is uh, in a dire crisis there. Um, this actually has been highlighted in relation to this uh, labor export deal. I'm not sure. Maybe you might have a different insights or maybe a different understanding to this. Is there any kind of a relationship between the $60 million uh, US dollars aid that was given to Malawi and the export of um, labor deal that we are seeing currently? No, um, there is no really huge connection between the two, uh, these two issues. Um, if you do recall, Malawi was one of the uh, U.S. countries in the world that showed interest to uh, recognize Israel, uh, which had expressed intent to to have Jerusalem as their capital city. Mm. So Malawi was one of the U.S. countries that uh, recognized Israel with that particular uh, 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 political step that they took. Mm. Uh, so we have seen uh, ever since President Lazarus Shakira uh, entered into power. He has always insisted of, on having stronger relations with Israel. Mm. So the $60 million uh, dollars comes in. Actually, it came at a point where the International Monetary Fund had um, uh, instituted the um, extended credit facility, which, as you know, is um, sends a signal to the whole world that uh, at least Malawi, you can pump in your money to Malawi. Uh, so... It's not only Israel. Actually, we have seen a number of uh, countries and a number of uh, organizations coming in with uh, money to support the dire situation that we have here. Mm. So it doesn't really have bear any connection to the uh, labor export deal. But suffice to say, there is a very good relationship between the Malawi government and the, the, the government of Israel. But how do we know if uh, this deal has been kept as a secret? Now, that's the, the, the problem now. Um, if you have studied the, the, the history of uh, the government that is in, I mean, the, the political party that is running government now, they have um, been championing uh, free access to information, but mm. then they have been uh, hiding information. Actually, there are a number of reports that they have they're yet to release to the public. Let's say, for example, the, uh, they had in, uh, public sector reform reports 
Mm. They actually tried to make that particular report public. But then when it, come, uh, it came uh, out from the recommendations of those that were given the responsibility to do that particular report, it never uh, came out to the public. It's still under wraps now. Mm. So uh, anyone who knows how the current government operates would do, uh, wouldn't get surprised that the government is always hiding uh, information uh, mm. anyhow. If anything, we are relying more on whistleblowers these days. So I, I'm not surprised that the government has been uh, hiding uh, with this particular information. But now relying on whistleblowers, you find that the whistleblowers also get to be hunted by the same government and are persecuted. I think uh, there is just a lot of things that uh, we uh, might get into when it comes to that because we're just bringing in more information that I feel like uh, we should look into. But otherwise, thank you so much for, uh, for, we, for joining us this afternoon. And uh, we look forward to hearing your valuable insights on this important issue again. If there is more information coming out uh, from the government, more especially on the safety of uh, the young people who are in Israel right now and also looking ahead to the elections 2025 I, I do believe uh, I think it's going to be quite a uh, hectic for Malawi as I'm seeing it but in any case uh, thank you very much brother yeah welcome and thanks too for having me anytime brother